This is the Dancepreneuring Studio podcast session number 195, five things to learn from others' mistakes. Hello there and welcome to session number 195 of the Dancepreneuring Studio podcast. I'm Annette Bone and the Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. I get the joy and the privilege of sharing my journey back into the dance world after a 20 plus year hiatus, the lessons I've learned, the transformation I've experienced, and the wonderful creatives I've met along the way who also share their stories, their ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and your business forward. So this session of five things that you can learn from others' mistakes, you can definitely learn from my mistake because... I should have recorded this so much sooner. I'm finding that with the dance events that that I'm going to, that I can only rely so much on my memory and so much on the notes that I write. And a lot of times it's dark and I can't read my own writing and maybe I should just record it and record some audio after. Anyway, I'm trying to figure it out, but um, it's definitely been a process. And so I'm finding that I'm going to more things than I can keep up with sometimes. And so This session is based on a performance I went to in early November. (laughs) So it is, um, it it was called East Meets West. It was put on by the University of California, Irvine, Claire Trevor School of the Arts Department of Dance, which is, ooh, I don't want to say near and dear to my heart because I had such a mixed bag of experiences when I went to UCI to get my dance degree. So, um, I will talk about that in this session. But before we get into that, I want to invite you to my homepage at AnnetteBone.com, A-N-N-E-T-T-B-O-N-E.com, and go toward the middle a little bit, and you can get a free audio resource that helps you overcome confusion, overwhelm, and disappointment. I might have said that in a different order. But anyway, it's on my homepage. It's a free audio resource, one question that can help you. I know that it can help you because it's definitely helped me. So go ahead and do that. Let's get into our session with, um, wow, it's been over at the time of this recording. We're in January 2019. By the way, if I didn't say Happy New Year, Happy New Year. I hope you have a lot to look forward to this year with um, everything in your life. And uh, (laughs) let's go ahead and get into this session. Five things to learn from others' mistakes. And first of all, learn from mine. Okay, Let's get into it. Thank you so much for joining me. Some people sing in the rain. Others dance in the rain. I say, why wait for the rain to dance? I'm Alex Cespedes from the Project Book Podcast, and you're listening to the Dancepreneuring Studio with my good friend, Annette Bone. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. So the third annual East Meets West International Dance Festival took place in November 2018 at the University of California, Irvine School of the Arts, which is where I graduated from with my bachelor's in dance teaching emphasis, but then also quit right after I got my degree and did nothing with dance. But I'll talk a little bit more about that later in case you don't know the story. But I attended this performance early November. And it was a gathering collaboration of students from Shanghai and Nanjing, China. And they did classes with the UCI dancers and they put some pieces together. And 
again, my mistake was that I didn't do this episode much sooner. <laughs> so <laughs> like I said, in the in the beginning, I have had more events than I can keep up with, which I never thought that would happen. But uh, it's it is actually pretty exciting. I get to go to all these things and podcast about them. But anyway, um, there are a couple things that stood out. And of course, I'm biased because I went into this with mixed feelings because I had not been on the campus since I graduated. Now, I've been on the campus on the outskirts in terms of the venues like Irvine Barclay Theater, which is right across from the university, and it's developed so much. It was developing a lot when I had left, but it's it's massively developed, and so many things going on at that school, just as other UC University of California schools all over the state. And so I wondered how I was going to process being on campus again and and all the things that came up. So I'll talk a little bit about that. But uh, there were a couple things I don't, you know, I don't like to veer toward the negative, but I thought of mistakes and maybe it's the timing of recording this and because there were only a couple things that stood out with this festival. Now, I love when cultures can come together and share art and share dance. And I, I so love that. But again, you're not going to like everything, right? Not everybody's going to like everything. Not everything is going to appeal to everyone at the same time. And so that is one of the mistakes I'm going to talk about. So let's just go ahead and get right into it. So anyway, this festival, I'm so glad I went again, like anything else for dance and for business. I'm so happy to experience it and learn because I always learn something. Hence, (laughs) we're going to talk about it on the podcast. Okay, so the five things to learn from others mistakes based on my experience at East meets West, third and third annual international dance festival. Shout out to Tong Wang and Lisa Noggle, who were the artistic directors, who are the artistic directors and um, doing a, a wonderful job of putting this together. Oh my goodness. I'm just, I'm looking at the program right now and the costumes, the costumes really stood out to me. I'm kind of going all over the place with that, with this. So let's get back on track. Not let's get back on track. Me, I need to get back on track. Okay. Number one. So one mistake I thought was the inconvenience of the parking. So when you think about holding an event or inviting people somewhere, could be to your house, (laughs) it could be to another venue, you could be throwing a party, you could be having a business meeting, meeting at a co-working space, all this stuff happens on a daily basis. How convenient is it for others to attend? And if it's not super convenient, can you make it convenient? Can you make it so that people have an ideal experience or do the best that you can so that others have an ideal experience. I had not so great of an experience with parking. Now they did provide me with a pass because I attended as press. However, the students were not aware of this. And so there was a big mix up on the timing. I got there early because I like to get to places early regardless. And so um, I had to actually miss part of the show because I had to walk across from the venue to the parking structure and make sure that the parking was paid. Now, I could have just said, you know, whatever, I'll just get a ticket, but I didn't want a ticket. So anyway, um, for events, for things that you're putting together, how convenient are you making it for other people so that they have an ideal experience? So that was one mistake. Number two, I would always prepare for more than less. Now, that could be number of staff. It could be food. It could be seats. It could be materials. It could be anything. But it's always good to have more than less because you want to be providing for everybody there. Now, the number of staff there, I think, yeah, I think it was a little less than I would have. Okay, let me go back. 
I think there should have been more staff. It's only because I've gone to venues where it was, I don't want to say overstaffed, but every point of my contact with the venue from the start with the parking to getting to the box office to getting to my seat and going to the different places, especially a new venue where I haven't been. Oh my goodness. Just all those little touch points for me to ensure that I was having a good experience. I really appreciate it. So two venues that I can definitely give a shout out for that, that I absolutely love are the Ford Theaters and Wallace Annenberg Center for Performing Arts. Oh, wow. Anyway, I'm actually going back to Wallace to watch Hubbard Street. And it's been a dream of mine. Side note, <laughs> it's been a dream of mine for many, many years to go see them. And I'm so excited. So you'll be hearing about that in a future episode sooner than later, hopefully. <laughs> so Anyway, number three. Okay, so number two, we talked about prepping for more than less. Could apply to anything. Number three, is there a way that you can have some sort of balance or harmony within your choreography, within your production, within your content? If you produce content for your business or it could, again, it can apply to anything because, um, this production, there was a ballet piece that was a bit long for my taste. And that got me questioning, you know, I'm kind of bored with ballet. And I love ballet. And I love all kinds of dance forms and all kinds of styles. But I thought, oh, my gosh, this is just this is too long. Now, maybe if it was a different style of ballet, maybe if it was a different subject matter, I don't know. But I just remember thinking this thing is too long. So (laughs) is there any way you can have some sort of balance and harmony within your production, within your choreography, so that it flows a little bit better. Number four, it's all perspective. So this might not be have been a mistake to them. They put their production together. And that being said, art and many things are subjective. So this is my opinion. I thought that the ballet was a bit too long. They obviously liked putting that piece in where it was there. But um, I just I felt that it was a bit long compared to everything else. And so it's all perspective like anything else. And so again, mistake to me, maybe not mistake to them. So realize that with everything that it's all perspective. And number five, this is, uh, I think the, this is the most important thing for me, definitely, these last couple years, and uh, just getting out of that mindset that I allowed myself to adopt for 20 plus years when I wasn't dancing, and that is to amplify the positive. So it's not a mistake to it's a it's a mistake to amplify the negative, I think. So amplify the positive. And of course, I want to end this with a positive note. So again, I refer to the mixed feelings I had going back to the place where I loved learning dance, but also struggled so much in my personal development with my self image with the people I was around and really not knowing the direction I was going and questioning everything and allowing people's opinions to color how I thought about myself. So it was a mixed bag, mixed feelings. Um, I got images of the last performance I ever did at University of California, Irvine. And I believe it was a concert called Bare Bones. So anybody that's listening that is familiar with the dance department at UC Irvine, uh, this is a student choreographed show. And uh, what a way to end my dance experience where I danced in a piece about anorexia and bulimia. And I played the perception of the dancer who thought that she was a lot bigger than she was. So I was dressed in a pig costume and had all this padding. And you know, I was already struggling with uh, self image and all that kind of stuff. And here I put on this thing and I have to pretend to be this pig. And (laughs) so 
I thought about that. I actually thought about that last few, you know, within the last year. And I thought, gosh, what a way to end that. Oh, not good. But anyway, you learn. So, you know, all those, those feelings associated with that and quitting dance and quitting on myself, the people that judged me. And so that, that negative came up at certain points, but I focused on the positive and amplified the positive in my mind of getting to experience dance, the art form that I'm so passionate about, the costumes. Oh my, the costumes in this production, amazing. Experiencing cultural dance and seeing the nuances of the movements and the, oh, the dynamics, love that. And then being with a dear friend of mine that I got to take who she doesn't get to go to dance performances much and she totally enjoyed it. And then the two pieces that stood out to me by mountains, um, excuse me, two pieces that stood out to me by Shanghai Normal University that was called, uh, the first one called Mountain Souls, and then King Soldiers by Nanjing University of the Arts. Incredible. Those two are my favorites. And those are the only two that I really, really remember. So again, like I said, my mistake, I didn't do this sooner. (laughs) So it's been crazy. But anyway, uh, mistakes, learning from mistakes of others, mistakes being subjective might not be mistakes to them. But uh, we always can learn something. And especially from dance, learning all these things that can apply to life and to business. Thank you so much for joining me on this session. Remember that you are valuable, your dreams are important, and it's never too late to be great. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by annettebone.com and dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.